Alright, we're both side. There's um, Shavuos is coming up. And as we like to do, discuss before every Yontav, is the halachas and the minhagim that are Nogeya for that Yontav. And Shavuos is no different. In fact, it's interesting that there are many, many minhagim that apply to Shavuos that we don't find by many of the other Yomim Toivin. And I think it's Kedai to mention them. Uh, we have been talking about, uh, obviously, Rus itself. But now we want to go through some of the minhagim that uh, you can find. Obviously, you can you can find pretty much what I'm saying in here that obviously everyone probably has in their household. All the halachas and minhagim, pocket halachas series, you can buy it online. It's great. But a lot of what I'm saying is not really in there, but just alluded to in there. But I really want to go into some of the minhagim and why we do some of the things that we do on Shavuos. So I think what we'll do is we'll start like this. We'll start with the Ramon and Simon Tov Tzali Dalet, Hilchas Pesach Be'etzem, and Siv Gimel. So Tov Tzali Dalet, Siv Gimel, for those of you that are looking inside. And uh, good morning, Ellie, nice to see you. So we have over here a wonderful Ramah that says like this. The Ramah says, V'noigim lishtayach asovim b'shvuz, b'beisach knesses v'habotim. The Minig was, says the Ramah, we'll discuss in a moment where this came from, why this is so, and who keeps this Minig, um, that the Ramah says that the Minig was to spread uh, greenery, right, in, in form of trees and flowers, in the shuls and in the homes. For those of you that are not going to be in shul over Shavuos this year, although in many places already you will be in shul, but if you will not be in shul, the Minig seems to be, says the Ramah, even in our houses, we um, decorate with greenery. What's the reason? So the Ramah says, Zecha lesimchas matan Torah. Which is interesting. Okay, it's beautiful, Simcha matan Torah, but why the greenery? Where, where did that come from? So let's just speak for a few minutes, because it's interesting to understand where the Minhagim came from, and I want to discuss uh, some of them in a very interesting fashion. So, as I mentioned, it starts off in the Ramah. The actual Makar for this Minig is not in the Ramah. It actually comes from many of the Ashkenazi Rishonim including the Maril, and of course the Trumas Adeshen. Those of you that are familiar with the Ramah's way of Paskin and Shailis will generally go with the Trumas Adeshen. And therefore it's brought already down in the Ashkenazi uh, Rishonim, who say that that was the meaning. Now what is the reason? What's the connection of, you know, we have a Simcha on Pesach, we have a Simcha on Sukkot. Chagas Sukkot is the time when the Torah talks about Simcha. We don't find this Indian of putting, you know, trees and flowers, and people spend fortunes you know, if you remember what we did last year, for those of you that were in the yeshiva last year, you know, it was beautiful. We had like a chuppah over the, over the bimah, which is what many shuls do, and people have by the Arana Kodesh, and people spend a lot of money. This minute had to have come from somewhere. There had to have been a reason. Klali Sol don't do anything stum. No such thing. Klali Sol do everything with a reason. There's always a makar for what Klali Sol do. Except maybe a few things, actually, while I'm thinking about it. Like, one of those things is actually very interesting. You ever saw a guy who takes three steps back, Right, after Shemona S, right, he takes three steps back, he does the Oseh Shalom, you know, the whole bouncing thing, and then he takes three steps forward, and then he goes, you ever, you ever saw that? Is it, is it just me? You ever saw these things? Where's the Makar? It's one of those things, I, I don't know, I mean, I, I'm not saying I know all of Shulchan Aruch and, you know, Medrash and Chazal and Yushalmi and Bavli, and maybe it's somewhere hidden over there in one of those, you know, I, I never found the Makar. The closest thing that I could find was the Zalacha that, um, 
you're meant to, when you take three steps back, so you're meant to wait until the chazan has said Kedusha, and then you go back with him, and many people used to wait till he said Kodesh Kodesh, and they went back right before Kodesh Kodesh, and therefore when they went, they took their three steps forward, so to speak, after taking three steps back, they would go Kodesh Kodesh Kodesh, and that was how it, that's how it evolved, but I, I have yet to find the Makar for that, and a few other things, but that we're not going into now. But this definitely has a tremendous Makar, and I think it's important for us to understand the Makar of the Minhogim of Klal Yisrael, because Minak Yisrael Tohi, it's important we understand them. Obviously, we're going to discuss the Halachas Rishfuas, but first we'll start with some of the interesting Minhogim. So number one, we have a Lavush. The Lavush explains that the, um, the way that the Torah describes uh, the end of Sefer Shemois, that discuss how the different animals were actually uh, forbidden to graze in the area at the time of Matan Torah, Kabbalah Satoya. So that basically implies if that if the Torah says that the, the animals were forbidden from grazing in that area, obviously means that there was obviously greenery there. Right? There was grass, maybe even flowers and things like that. And therefore says the Lavush, we want our shuls, our homes to replicate that setting of original Matan Torah, of Matan Torah, and therefore we do the same thing in our shuls and in our homes. That's Makor number one. Makor number two is the Maril himself. The Maril, which is basically the Makor of the Ramah, who we just read, where the Maril says the Minig is to decorate the shul specifically with grass and flowers that actually have a smell. What's the reason? And they bring the reason is, and the Svarim after the Maril bring this reason, that the Gemara in Shabbos Pei Chesam would base, that goes through the Sugya of Kabbalah Satoya, maybe it's Kedai for us to mention, to go through that wonderful Sugya, brings a Posek in Shirashir in Perek Hay, Posek at Gimel, that says, L'chayov ka'arugas ha'boysem. Um, right, that's the Pesach in Shir HaShirim. I'm sure we're familiar with that as we very slowly go through those words and we read Shir HaShirim. Uh, basically means the cheeks are a bed of spices, my lips are lilies. That's really what it is. And that is obviously, as Chazal tell us, a reference to Kabbalah Satoru, to Matan Torah, that every Dibur, say the Svarim HaKadoshim, from that Pesach in Shir HaShirim, every Dibur that the Rabbanu spoke filled the world with an incredible fragrance. And therefore, since that's what happened by Kabbalah Satoya the first time, we try to enact that again in our homes and our shuls, to remember that, to have for that, and the Simcha for that. Uh, one other Makar we have is the Heiliger Bnei Sascha. We can't leave without discussing a Chassidish Makar. The Bnei Sascha said that many of us were Zoycha to stand in Dinav by the Heiliger Bnei Sascha, that brings a marshal from the Medrash Rabba about a king, and the king was in the orchard. And he brings this Medrash Rabbah that explains this, this marshal to explain that Klali Solon Sinai were Kishoshana Bain Hachoichim, like the rose amongst the thorns. That's what Shirashim refers to Klali Yisrael. And in this chus, says the uh, Bnei Soska, Klali Yisrael, you know, was, was Ba'achtas in their declaration of Nasa Venishma. The world was saved, the Torah was given, and therefore on this man of Matan Torah, we also adorn our shawls and our homes with fowls. It is interesting, the Chidah, Sfadi, the Chidah brings a very, very early source for the Minig, that he wants the Taina, that Targum Sheni on Megillas Esther, during the time that Homon was trying to um, enact various Xeras on Claudius world to King Achashverosh, so he basically went out talking about the, the weird Minhogim of these Jews, 
And one of the things that the Chidor again mentions from the Targum Sheni on Megillas Esther is Homan complained to Achashverosh that the Jews had this very weird minag of gathering apples and flowers for, um, on the roofs of their shuls on this, uh, you know, festival of Shavuot. Now, it's interesting. When are we going to learn halacha from an agada? It's an agadata. It's a, it's, it's a story. It's just beautiful. But when do we learn halacha from there? So the Nodib Yehuda is the tshuva, and he says that we can't learn halacha from it, but we can learn minig Yisrael. And that's the minig of Klal Yisrael. So, <clears throat> therefore, basically, is the minig of Klal Yisrael to decorate our homes and our shoes with flowers. But before we move on, we have to make sure we understand that there was some opposition to this minig. This minig wasn't something that was accepted by everyone, and for good reason. So the Morgan Avram, in discussing this Indian over here, in Simon Tov Dalit, when the Morgan Avram brings it, he adds something very important, and he says that uh, when people place trees, which I, I've never seen this personally in any shows that I've ever gone to, that they, they're being in actual trees. Normally it's flowers and, you know, greenery, but I guess there were menhogim in various shows in the world that actually place trees inside the shuls. So the Magadavom discusses that and he says that there are many people who have a minig dafka to bring in trees and the reason for that is simply because the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah, where the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah tells us that Shavuos is the Rosh Hashanah leperes ha'ilon and since Shavuos is the Rosh Hashanah leperes ha'ilon, as the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah Tezvov tells us and therefore that is another makar for the minig of at least the trees on Shavuos over there. In fact, there's a Sefer Shai Soska brings this meaning also from the Heilige Gezariah Kodesh as well. And it is brought down that the Chassam Sefer was very makbid, Davka, to bring in trees on Shavuos so that we should remember that Shavuos is the Rosh Hashanah Leperus Elon. However, came along the Vilna Goin. And the Vilna Goin came along and was so against this Minhag. He was tremendous. It's brought down in many places. My Sarav is the most, uh, I guess, one of the places that we can rely on, that the Vilna Goin wanted to eradicate this whole minig from Kalal Yisrael, based on the fact, which applies even nowadays, that Goyim also bring trees into their homes during their festival. So if that's the case, it's what we call Chukas HaGoyim. And as we know from Parshas HaChremos, we had it just a few weeks ago, over Chukas Seichem Lo that Klal Yisrael have a Halacha, it's a Pasuk in the Torah, that we are not allowed to do anything that is similar to what the Goyim do. One example for is, is a classic example, putting flowers on a gravestone. Yidden don't do these things. We put a stone, if you remember when we were in Poland, we mentioned the Indian of putting a stone on a uh, grave, and that was the Indian of building after uh, they built, we built as we build as well. But even more than that, flowers is a major shyla in the Poiskim about if that's mutter, or even uh, pulling a, uh, this is already, this is already, this is already changed already with our mode of transportation, but Taking the uh, taking the mace on a you know horse drawn cart is also a shailet. It, it seemed to be the minig of the goyim. Now I'm not going to go into There's a lot of shailets going to a uh, basketball or a baseball match with Moshe has a tshuva. Is it yes included? Is it not included? Going to a a party which is dedicated to the 25th of December is another shailet. Whether or not that's considered to be included in Taking vacation, where Moshe discusses taking a vacation during the end of. December. 
December time? Is that going with the Goyesha holidays, right? Again, I'm not going to go into all of these things, but there's many questions where a man wearing a ring is another Shaila. There are tons of Shailas that come into this sugya of Uvuch HaKaseicham Lo and they're all included in this thing. It says the Vilna Goyim, if the Goyim put trees in their homes during their Yontav, so to speak, then obviously Yidin cannot do the same thing, and that will be Asa. And it's unclear from the Vilna Goyim if he only wanted to abolish the trees, which is what it sounds like, or he wanted to also abolish the flowers. It's very, very unclear. Different, uh, different poskim go different ways in, uh, in what exactly the Vilna Goyim meant. But what I will tell you, that, um, in fact, he was so, you know, he was really, 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 really against this, that he held that, you know, putting the flowers and the trees in the shul is only a minig. Now, a minig is very beautiful, but to be mevatal, a posik in the Torah, that, of course, you can't do. Now, there are many, many tshuvas of many gedolim, including the Marsham, including Mishola Meshiv, that absolutely defended the minig of Klal Yisrael and said, no, this is a minig of Klal Yisrael, we don't change it. And they said, as long as we are doing it for the minig, for our reasons, for our honor, for honor of Torah, there's no reason to be worried about anything else. And that's, by the way, one of the etayim for Vuchasekh is if we're doing it as an honor, we're doing it for our reasons, then there's no reason to be worried about what the Goyim do it for in that way. Um, again, as I mentioned, some have a difference in opinion to what exactly did the Vilna Goyim say no to. Did he say no only to the trees, which is what it sounds like, or did he also say no to the flowers, the Mishabruah, the Chofetz Chaim? who brings down this minig of the Vilna Goyen, understood that the Vilna Goyen was only against the problem with the flat with the trees. But the flowers, the greenery, the leaving, that the Vilna Goyen understood the Chovetz Chaim was absolutely fine. And many, many Gedolei Poiskin went with that, including the Stipler, Shlomo Zalman, uh, Ravel Yashev, Dayan Fisher. Many of these Gedolei Poiskin held that way, and therefore that's why flowers and greenery is all mutter. The Yorach HaShulcham, I will mention, understood the Vilna Goyen the other way around, and he had no, the Vilna Goyim wanted to abolish everything. No greenery, no flowers, nothing. Now, the minig seems to have been uh, applied in many cases. So, for example, a little bit of the research, that in many of the Yekesha shuls, many of the German uh, shuls, the Yekesha, and the Hasidische Kehillas as well, including, and, and probably this is not an exclusive list, I'm sure there are more, Karolin, Bells, Sons, Spinker, Skved, Chernobyl, Bobov, and Satma all went with the Minig of the Mogan of Rome and everyone that defended that Minig and they brought in both greenery and trees. Uh, others understood the Vilna Goin and they uh, went only with flowers and grass but not with trees. And there were those um, like Ramosha in America that went with Yorcha Shulchan because Ramosha was famous always going with Yorcha Shulchan that we go with the Vilna Goin and we don't decorate with anything whatsoever. Uh, and therefore... That's over there. It's interesting in Chabad, in Komarna, and in Munkach, they were very, very, very in support of the Minig of Dafka placing trees uh, over there. But it seems to be, I don't know, I found nowadays they don't seem to be decorating the shore with trees. And that's what it is. Now, that's all Ashkenaz. And what about Sfadim? So even in the Rambam, uh, the Shulchan Aruch, and later after course the Benish Chai, do not mention any minig of flowers. Nothing whatsoever, which sounds like it was only an Ashkenazi minig. However, many of the Gedoli Poskim, including Ravavadia, held that it was the minig and we should do it. And they even refer to it as a minig Yisrael, because it has Mekoris and Chazel. So that is the very first very famous minig that people do in Kalal Yisrael. Okay, I want to mention another one. Okay, we'll, mention, we'll try to get to as many as we can today, and obviously tomorrow we'll continue. 
An interesting one, again, again, this is maybe Monagea to someone that's going to Shul, but Ezer Hashem, all of us will be in Shul at this time for Shavuos. A lot of you guys, I can see that from where you're coming from, actually will be in Shul. So uh, this is Nagea to most guys. So basically, and that is, there's a minig, as we know, to stand for the Aseris Adibris. Right, we know in Shavuos we have the Aseris Adibris, and it's actually very, very important. People don't realize. You know, of course we know, and we'll discuss the halachas and the inyanim of staying up all night, We'll get to that. Uh, it's a very harsh thing to stay up all night. But there's a big problem that if you stay up all night, and when it comes to davening, and it comes to Kriya Satoru, you're totally gone. So then we have to ask ourselves, is it really worth it? Is that, does that accomplish you know, the, the, the purpose of staying up all night? Because standing up for the Seris Adibris, or really more hearing the Seris Adibris, is a very important part of, of Shavuos and a part of Kabbalah Satoru. If you're not there at the time, and you're not listening, you're totally out of it, and your head's on the table, and you're schluffing, waiting for it to be finished, where I can start having the cheesecake and go to bed, so you kind of defeated the purpose, which is a little bit of a shame. So... That's number one. But I want to talk about the actual minig of standing for the Aseris Adibris, because it's actually more interesting than people understand. It starts with a Gemara in Brochus Dafyud base, where the Gemara tells us that they actually, I don't know if anyone knows this, and if you look at the back of your Siddur, they have often many Siddur, not every Siddur, has the Aseris Adibris after Shachris. So the Gemara in Brochus actually brings down that many people used to actually say the Aseris Adibris Every single morning by Shachos, it was like one of the things they said was the Aseris Adibris, right? Nowadays, how many people even know what they are? But, you know, you say the Aseris Adibris by Shachos, but it got stopped. Says the Gemara in Brachos, they stopped. They abolished the Minig of saying uh, the daily Aseris Adibris. Why? Because there were Minim. There were people that were Apikosim there. And these Apikosim would basically say, Ah, that's the Ikir of Torah. Meaning, the Ikir of Torah is the Aseris Adibris, and everything else is just, you know, whatever, fanfare. And therefore, they wanted to abolish it, and they did. We don't have a minig. I don't know, anyone over here right now is listening to me, has a minhag of saying the Aseris Adibris in their shul, barabim, in, every single morning. Right? Am I right? Anybody, anyone disagrees? Right, you come from Borch, there's a, there's a, there's a around the world, worldwide representation over here. No, anybody has such a minig? Put up, just put, just go like this. Anybody? Yeah. No. Okay. I'm right. It's, it's a Gemara, right? We don't do, we don't have it anymore, and there, there was a very good reason for it. Nowadays, not again so much because Borch Hashem, everyone's in Talmud Chacham, so we don't have to have it. But that was the minig. Now there were many halachas that the Gemara brings down that actually were changed a long time, because of the meaning. And it was because there were these apikosim there, and they would interpret it in the wrong way, we had to change some of our halachas, and it applies in many, many situations. Here's the question we're standing up for our Seres Adibris, okay? There's a tshuva in the Rambam. It goes all the way back there. A tshuva in the Rambam. Somebody doesn't say, as far as I remember, it doesn't say who asked the Rambam, but it brings the question of the Rambam. Somebody asked a shaila to the Rambam, they asked the following question. And they said, number one, they want to know if it's Nagea to ask that. Number one, the minim, we're talking about standing for Aseris Adibros on Shavuos. So they asked the Rambam, Rabbi Rambam, are we allowed to stand up for the Aseris Adibros? What's the problem? The same reason, he said, why we had to go along and change the Seder of having a minig of right to say the Aseris Adibros in Shavuos was because people would say, oh, that's the Iker of Torah. Do we not have the same chashash over here? Do we not have the same chashash that someone will say, Oh, all of a sudden we're standing up, Aseris Adibros. Oh, so before it wasn't the Torah, this is the Torah? Like, this is the Iker of Torah? Everything else is just, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu talking? 
No, chas v'shalom. So maybe we should not stand up for the Aseret Sadiba, says the questioner to the Rambam. That's number one. The other thing he says as well, he actually wants, this is amazing, this is so, it's so interesting how certain things like develop from a mistake. So again, this comes from the question, I mean, we're dealing with a Rishon over here. We're dealing with someone in the Rishonim's days. That he said that the whole thing was a total mistake because the, the, the Rav of the Shul would always get the Aliyah of the Aseris Adibras, right? That's the meaning of most shuls, is you give the Aseris Adibras to the Rav of the, of the community, the Rav of the Shul. So when the Rav would get up, and the Rav would make his way over to the Bima, what do you do when the Rav goes past you? Daladamas, we all know that. We did that in the Gemara, at the end of the first parak of Kedushin, Yeridea Simon Reish Mem Gimel, tells us clearly, you stand up. They didn't stand up for the Aseris Adibras. They stood up because the Rav was going to the Aliyah. So they stood up. Once they stood up, they stayed standing up. The whole thing's a mistake. That's what the questioner asked the Rambam. A, we have a problem of the minim, and B, it's a total mistake. Basically, the Rambam answers, and the Rambam paskins, you're absolutely correct, we should stop the minig, there should be nobody standing up for Aseretibus, it's a terrible mistake, and it's also wrong because of the minim, the people that are there who are going to take the Aseretibus to be the uh, main part of Torah. Now, there's a big problem. And the problem is, is that the Rambam's tshuva this tshuva that I'm quoting to you now was only printed until fairly recently, till the 1930s, not so long ago. Could you imagine that before the 1930s, we never had this manuscript of the Rambam. So basically, none of the Gedolei Poiskim who discussed the Shaila knew that the Rambam held it was Asa. So came, comes along the Chidah, who's a Sfadi, who generally goes with the Rambam, and the Sfadi comes along, who had no idea, the Chidah, that the Rambam said it's Asa, and the Chidah says it's Muta, it's not such a worry, it's absolutely fine. Ramosha has a tshuva, and Ramosha said it's absolutely no problem whatsoever. He says, because at the end of the day, people stand up for many times in Kriya Torah. People get up for Shira Sayom, people get up for what we just got up for, hopefully, when we stood it in our houses, Chazak, 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 when we finish Shemois, and we do the same thing also by Vayikra, and Bamidbar and Tvarim and Bereshis. You know, we do this all the time. Says Ramosha, therefore, a person gets up, doesn't look like, oh my gosh, he's getting up for the Ika. So Ramosha said it's fine. Came along with Avadya in a Tshuva Nechavadas, and he says, you have no raya that the Chidor was Mekel. Because if the Chidor would have heard that the Rambam was Machme, he never would have said it. And by the way, Daniel, remember this one. There's a famous Shach. There's a famous shach in Yeridea, Simon Reishman base, right at the end of the Simon, where he goes through a whole bunch of, of ideas of, of halachas of psak. How do we paskin halachas? And one of the things he says is this, that if you never knew that someone greater than you said something, then your psak isn't chal. Says Ravavadya, there's no question that the chidol that said it's muta was because he doesn't know that the Rambam said it's asa. So therefore, if the Rambam would have said it's Asa, and the Chidah would have known that, he wouldn't have dared to say anything. Therefore, Ravadi wanted to say that the Chidah is the Makar of the Svadim that say that it's Muta is actually being Machme. Ravadi writing himself says that um, what a person should do is he should really stand up for the entire Kriya Satoya, which is a good idea if you're, high, if you're tired anyway, after staying up the whole night, and then you for sure don't have a problem. Lemaisa comes out that the Minig, Shlomo Zalman already said this, the B'Tzalah Chochma, other G'doyle Boiskim, the Minig is to stand, and that's the Minig of Klal Yisrael, and um, there's no question whatsoever uh, that that is definitely going to be uh, the Minig of Klal Yisrael. Moshe Shturmach in Tshuvah's Van Hogazara, as a Tshuvah in Chelik Aleph, Simon Kuflam and Dalet, 
what, what he what he suggests that a person should do is a person should stand up for a few psukim before the Aserah Zadibus. Which, if you've noticed, the Medaktakim B'mitzvahs will always stand up a few minutes before Aserah Zadibus starts to be Yitzah the Shita, just so we shouldn't stand up only for the Aserah Zadibus. That's what Moshe Sternberg brings down. And this seemed to have been getting up for Aserah Zadibus was the minig of all yeshivas, as was told to Tzvi Hirsch uh, Gujinski, that he says that in, in the Lithuania communities, all the yeshivas did this, in Vilna, in Kovna, in Avadu, all the communities stood up, all the yeshiva guys got up, nobody said anything, nobody made a machar, nobody protested, that was the minik, and therefore that is what we do. Let's discuss one of the other minogam that I want to get to, and that is the minik obviously, of staying up. Again, by Shavu, it's interesting, there are so many minhogim, and a lot of these minhogim are brought down in Shulchan Aruch, but they're not psak halacha, like we have in a regular yontav to do those mitzvahs. And that is the minig of staying up all night. The Mugan Avram in Simon Tov Tzadidalit brings down, Be'etzim, the Makor is a Zorai Kodesh, from Shimon Barichai, that the minig is to stay up all night on Shavu's learning Torah. As I mentioned, this is brought down in the Zoya, and the Morgan of Rome explains Pshat, that Klal Yisrael, as we know, overslept the morning of, of uh, Matan Torah, and therefore to reset, to rewind, and to redo what they didn't do properly, we will do the same thing. That's the one reason. Other reasons as well brought down in the Yeshua Yaakov is that since uh, we were only Mekabal uh, Torah Shebel Peh, um, and only until Kofalim Harkigigis, so this man of Torah Shebel Peh, Dafkis Balayla, and therefore that's why we learned the Rambam says clearly in Hilchus Torah that a person should make sure when he learns or never be mafsed, never ever give up one of your nights. And he says clearly that if a person doesn't learn at night, Shem Yiracham all terrible things. Because night is Kabbalah of Torah Shabbal Peh. We are Makabal Torah Shabbal Peh by Shavuos and therefore we dafka learn Ba'layla. So the obvious question is, why do we have to stay up all night? I have a better answer. Why don't we go to sleep and ex- do exactly what they did and fix the problem? No, fixing the problem isn't avoiding the problem. That's not how we fix the problem. That's how we get out of the problem. Why don't we fix the problem? Be a man. Go to sleep. Wake up early in the morning. Hey, Kabbalah said Torah. That's, that's beautiful, right? And in fact, you should know that Evan Ezra, Allah Torah, brings down that Kalal Yisrael actually were meant to stay up all night with the anticipation for Torah. They were, you're going to sleep before Kabbalah said Torah. You're about to get the biggest present from the Rabbi Shalom. And you're in pajamas having a shluff? What are you, crazy? You can't do that. Says the Evan Ezra, Klal Yisrael were meant to stay up all night. So Rabbi Chaim Kineski says, it's a beautiful thing, based on the Gemara and Yuma, that he says, <laughs> beautiful, I guess Rabbi Chaim Kineski understood our generation. He says, it's much easier to stay up all night than it is to get up in the morning. And we all know that, right? If you have a flight at four o'clock in the morning, are you going to go to sleep and wake up at three o'clock? Not a chance. You're going to stay up the whole night, right? Because it's easier to stay up the whole night than it is to, to, to wake up before at three o'clock in the morning, right? So therefore, says Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky, it's, 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 uh, and the staying up all night is a little bit easier, but I'll call upon him. The evidence says that since we were meant to stay up all night, then that could be a reason why we Dafka stay up all night, because they were meant to do that and we, and they didn't, and therefore we do the same thing. And again, of course, our Pizoya, it shows our anticipation for Torah. It shows that we're desperate to get Torah, to do Torah, and it's an unbelievable thing. And, in fact, the Trumas Adeshen, the Leket Yosha brings this down, Bashem is Rebbe, the Trumas Adeshen, does bring down that his Rebbe, the Trumas Adeshen, had a minute Dafka to not to stay up all night and to wake up especially early Dafka to do it that way around. And many people have that minute as well, is that they go to sleep regular because they want to learn the next day. Some people actually want to learn the next day, don't sleep the whole day, and therefore they want to make sure they are not mazalzan in the rest of the day of Shavuos. Another Makar, by the way, for the minute, is a letter written by Rib Shloyma al 
We all know Rabbi Shlomo Al-Kabbetz, right? Because you've been to Tzfas. But why is Rabbi Shlomo Al-Kabbetz so famous? Come on, guys. Obviously. Rabbi Shlomo Al-Kabbetz. L'chadaydi. There he is. So he told us, there's another famous thing that he told us, that our him plus the other Talmudim of the Holy Ghost, Rizal, stayed up the Gantzah night on the first night, and listen to this, guys, and the second night of Shavuos. <laughs> right? Two days, right? So just, just bear that in mind. You guys have two days. And he stayed up, and they also did. And uh, a heavenly voice came out and praised them for their deeds. They published the letter. They said, that's what everyone should do, it, and that's how it is. And the Arizal famously writes that if a person stays up the whole night and he does no sikhas patela, no garbage, no rubbish, then... He is guaranteed to have a year of Shmira, of no harm. Isn't that incredible? Shvuas, as we know, brought down in Svarim Gdoshim, is the Yom Haddin for Siyata Dishmaya. In fact, the Chassidish Svarim, maybe we'll quote this a bit later, the Chassidish Svarim bring down that, that many of the Rebbers were more scared of Shvuas than Rosh Hashanah. Because Rosh Hashanah is only Nigza on the physical. Shvuas is Nigza on the spiritual. How much Torah are you going to have? How much Torah is going to go inside you? How much Torah are you going to actually understand is all totally in the night of Shavuos. The more you open your mouth, as the Posek tells us, open up your mouth and I'll fill it. You first have to open up your mouth. First you have to make the preparations and then the Rabbanisham will fill it. That's what Shavuos night is all about. Shavuos night is not an excuse to stay up and chill and schmooze, whatever it is, especially it's more difficult in our own homes, maybe not in shuls, whatever it is. But it's a time for Seattle Deshmaya. It's a time to try. If you can't learn the whole time, maybe say Tikkendel Shavuos, maybe say Tehillim, do something. Everyone's capable of something, and if you do that, Beis Hashem, the Rebbeinu will give us tremendous siyat and all our learning. Beis Hashem, tomorrow we will continue with more minhagim Beis